Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. With the arrival of Flame 2020, OFX support has been expanded in the Flame products, enabling you to use other third-party creative tools in addition to neat video. OpenFX works on both the Linux and Mac versions of the Flame products and integrates seamlessly into your Flame experience. Now we have tested many common OFX that we'll think you'll use, but it is possible that some specific plugins may not work correctly. If you encounter any issues, please report them to us via technical support. In this video, I'll be showing the Sapphire OFX plugins, but there are others that you can purchase and use with any OFX host. This video is not footage specific, so please use your own media to follow along. So starting off with the OFX capabilities in the timeline, you have two scenarios when you can use an OFX. Firstly, you can use an OFX as a transition. So if you were to place the positioner on a cut and call up the transitions menu with Control Tab, you will see an open effects option at the end of the list. When you choose to apply an open effects, the toolbar will inform you to load a plugin. When you click the pull down menu, you'll be presented with all the OFX that have been tagged as transitions by the third party developer. In the case of Sapphire, you can use their builder to create your own custom transitions, or you can choose from the range of the classic transitions. So I'll select the swish pan as my example. The default duration is 10 frames, and the transition is already animated over that time. You can adjust the duration to whatever you want, and the animation will scale to match the set duration. As a tip, the default duration can also be changed via the Flame Preferences menu. If I scrub or play the transition, you can see it applied between the two cuts. At any point, if you wish to change the transition, you can click the pull down menu and change the plugin you're using. This is the same workflow wherever you use an OFX. Now you also have the ability to dive into the editor and tweak the OFX settings for this effect. This is also the place where you can load and save preset transitions, and Sapphire has a presets browser where you can browse any pre-made effects. So that's how OFX transitions work in the timeline. If we change focus to segments in the sequence, applying an OFX as a timeline effects uses a very similar workflow to transitions. However, there is normally no animation in the timeline effects compared to an OFX transition. So select the segment and call up the effects ribbon with Control Tab. In the list, choose Open Effects. Once again, the toolbar appears with the pull down menu. This time, the pull down menu shows all the OFX that are available in the Sapphire suite. If you had other OFX installed, they would also appear in the list. So there are quite a few choices, including the OpenFX transition plugins. You have the Sapphire Builder to build your own custom effects, and there are also the classic plugins for you to choose from. I'll go to the Stylize plugins and choose something to make it very obvious. This applies to the entire segment 
And as before, you can go into the editor and you can adjust the controls. Similarly, if you click the Load Preset button, the browser will appear and you can choose a preset that's included or any that you may have saved earlier. Once you're done, you can exit the editor and review as well as render the timeline effects on the segment. So that takes care of the timeline functionality, but you also have equal flexibility in the batch node compositing. Switch over to batch and go to the batch node bin. Here you can locate the open effects node and drag it into the batch schematic. Now double click on the open effects node and you'll be shown the load plugin controls. You can load any of the Sapphire plugins you've used before, and one point I'd like to mention is that depending on the plugin you choose, the node inputs will dynamically update depending on its requirements. This will happen with a node on its own or even connected in an existing flow graph. So that's something I'd like you to bear in mind. Now I want to concentrate on two specific plugins to talk about the OFX integration. Firstly, connect any media into the red front input and look at the result view with F4. Next, go to the Lighting plugins and choose Sapphire Lens Flare. This gives you access to third-party lens flares which you can adjust in the context of Flame. Now I'm not going to show you the preset browser again, but if you wanted to build your own lens flare, you can click Edit Lens and this loads the Sapphire Flare Designer. So now you can load any of the presets, add elements and totally customize your own lens flare with the Sapphire toolset. You can save this as your own preset and if you click OK, this will be applied directly into the node flow graph. Now just for a moment, I want to reiterate that OpenFX uses a common standard across all the host applications that use OFX plugins. So in terms of interoperability, you could design a preset using OFX in one application and then load the OFX preset in Flame. For example, someone could design and save a Sapphire Lens preset using the Foundry's Nuke and this preset could be loaded through the OFX plugin into Flame. This will produce the same result since the plugin is the same in both applications. So check out the list of compatible hosts on the BorisFX website and effects should be interchangeable between applications via the OFX platform. The last part of this video will focus on the Sapphire Builder which will show an even greater interoperability with Flame using OFX. I'll use the same shot again and just load the SBuilder effect plugin. Now initially, this OpenFX just has a preset loader and some edit buttons. If you click Load Preset, this will launch the Sapphire browser and give you access to every Sapphire plugin available on OFX. So technically speaking, you can just use the builder to access every effect. You can go through the groups and view any of the OFX plugins with a thumbnail preview of your shot as well as a description. So you can access all the tools as well as their presets. However, through the use of the OFX platform, 
the Builder is also designed to create custom effects using a combination of all the Sapphire OpenFX plugins. If I switch to the Builder Effects section, here is a large list of custom effects that have been designed by many artists and is supplied as part of the Sapphire plugins. If I scroll through the list and choose Retro Highlight Rays, you can see and scrub a preview, as well as see all the metadata concerning this preset that was created by the artist. I'll load this into the node. In the Flame interface, there are the standard Mocha controls, but there are also sliders to tweak this effect which are spread across multiple pages. If you wanted to edit this effect, you can click Edit Effect to launch the Builder. So here you have all the Sapphire OFX available on the left, and they can be combined together in a node flow graph to build your custom effect. Since this is based on OFX, if you or another artist created the effect in Sapphire Builder with another host application, you could save that as a preset and load it through the Builder to be used in Flame. So OFX allows for cross-application compatibility. Once again, check the BorisFX website for a list of applications compatible with the OFX Builder. Finally, I just want to bring your attention back to the controls in Flame that control this custom effect. Over the multiple pages, there is a lot to choose from. However, what you see here is actually controlled through the Builder. If you return to the Sapphire Builder, you'll see that each of the selected OFX plugins have a list of properties on the right. They can be keyframed, but there is also a small checkbox next to each property. When a box is ticked, the OpenFX platform pushes that property into the Flame interface. So if I turn off all these properties of each of these plugins, with the exception of the graphic rays, they should no longer appear in Flame. Secondly, let's say I only wanted to see the center and the angle repeats of the rays. So I'll disable everything else. When I return back to Flame, the interface updates and only the checked properties are visible, leaving me with just the options I need to use. This helps keep me focused on the task at hand, and it should help you too. So this was a lesson on how the OFX standard has been integrated in the Flame products. I was using Boris Sapphire to highlight the workflows, but other OFX compatible plugins should give you similar functionality. Hopefully this will expand your creative choices, but don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.